Hi, my name is Andrew Connard, your host for Preacher Stories. As a United Methodist preacher, I have the opportunity to hear all kinds of stories from the community, our congregation, as well as my colleagues. On this show, I want to share with you interesting, inspiring, and meaningful stories, and I would love to hear yours. Do you have a story to tell? Do you know someone who would be great to have on the show? I would love to hear from you. You can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find me at Andrew Connard. That's A-N-D-R-E-W-C-O-N-A-R-D. I'd love to hear from you and hear your ideas about uh, what stories you might want to hear next. Today we have the opportunity to hear from Ava Weedle. She's a member of First United Methodist Church in El Dorado, Kansas, and I sat down with her recently to listen to her story of faith. I'm going to share with you uh, both the extended interview um, as well as um, a shorter cut um, that we'll be able to use uh, for a mission moment uh, during worship. I'm excited to share her story with you. Take a listen. hoping in these to be able to help um, help people think about their story your faith story and maybe it's something you've already thought about a little bit um, but with the idea of being able to talk about why uh, why Jesus so what is it about um, uh, a relationship with Jesus uh, his example or what is it that made you say you know I think I want to be a disciple of Jesus and then um, maybe from when you first heard about that maybe how did you become a Christian um, maybe you grew up in the church maybe you came uh, to the church later. And then what is it about the church? Um, a community of people. Some people say, hey, I can practice my faith on my own. And and um, for you, what is it about the church? And maybe that started here. Maybe that started in another church. Uh, and then finally, um, what is it about this church, First United Methodist Church? There's a lot of churches in, in El Dorado. Mm -hmm. uh, what made you say, hey, this is the one uh, for me? And then finally, how would you invite uh, someone I'm thinking about your experience with Jesus, with the church, and with this particular church. Um, what is it about your experience uh, that you might want to share with someone else? Okay. And so we'll just talk about those things, and, and then at the end maybe have um, help you work through to uh, just be able to share that in a, in a few sentences. Is that okay? Okay. <laughs> All right. So why Jesus? Why Jesus? You know, um, I just guess I've always known Jesus growing up in a family that went to church every Sunday. Um didn't really realize until I accepted him as my savior what he did to my heart. So, um, and many times over the years, and I was probably 12 when that happened, and many times over the year I've definitely gone away from it, and he's been patient with me and loved me and brought me back, and the forgiveness and the you know, the love that I experience through my relationship with him is just like no other. So that's why Jesus for me. Yeah, cool. Can you say a little bit more about um, either maybe that time when you were 12 or maybe one of those times when you said you've come, come back mm -hmm. a number of times? Is there one of those experiences that was particularly meaningful for you? Well, the, I'll never forget the feeling in my heart when I, when I felt him saying, you know, come to me. I'll never forget that feeling. 
and then I, you know, I made some really bad choices right out of high school, and and uh, I, f I feel like he's what saved me. Mm. So, and you know, I haven't always made the best choices, uh, even as a mature adult. But it always comes back to him forgiving me and and leading me to the to a different path that mm. keeps me keeps that love stronger and stronger just keeps growing yeah cool thanks mm -hmm. so you said you uh, grew up in the church mm -hmm. um, and you had this experience when you were 12 of, of really um, understanding Jesus as your Savior when you think about the church um, what's your experience been of the church or, or not saying hey I, maybe I can just do this on my own what made you say no I think being with other people in, in a community of faith okay I guess you know um, I grew up with very very faithful parents uh, I grew up Baptist, and um, you know, when I think back to my childhood, I, I do not ever remember seeing my mother and father pray. But my goodness, they led, they led, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, by how they led their lives. So, um, and I know they had to be praying, you know, on their own. They just neither one were people that exerted that we never we never said grace at the meals um so but you know there was no way we would ever miss church and you know they taught me valuable lessons through their own faith so you know I did grow up in the church and then when I married I left the Baptist church and became Catholic so I never did quite get that whole, and that was years later, I found out that was my own fault. That was nobody's fault but mine. So when I was searching, um, because I divorced, I couldn't stay in the Catholic Church unless I said my children, you know, the rest of that. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, my marriage would have had to have been annulled for me to stay Catholic, and I wasn't going to do that. So a friend at Rosalia invited me to the First United Methodist Church mm -hmm. at Rosalia. So that's that's kind of been my journey with churches. So, and then we ended up here. So what is it about First United Methodist Church, uh, this place, this congregation, that you says, this is really the place that's my my faith home? Okay, when, when we left Rosalia, um, Rosalia had lost their, their minister, and the, the person that took the minister's place was a layperson and a very, very good man and very strong Christian. I don't know if it's, it, it, I have to have communion and a layperson can't do that. And I wasn't willing to come into church once a month and then not be a split between first tier and, and the church out there. So, but we wanted to be sure that First United Methodist Church in Eldorado was where we needed to be. It was, you know, Dawn and I together. And there again, I had just left the Catholic Church not very long ago, and Dawn's Mennonite. So uh, we did feel like Methodist or Presbyterian might have been our best fit. But we visited several churches, and when we walked through the doors here, there just, there just was something in our heart. And it's it, it it is both, and so um, just decided for us this was home, <laughs> hmm. 
and it and it has only grown. That that feeling has only grown since we've been here. So, cool, cool. Um, so if you if you imagine someone that hasn't um, maybe hasn't had any of those experiences that you described, either with Jesus um, being a part of a church um, or had never been to First United Methodist Church, what is something about your own experience uh, that was meaningful or valuable um, that you is would be so good that you'd want to share with someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what would you want to invite someone to uh, that you have or that you've experienced or that you're a part of? The strongest, the strongest feeling I usually truly feel connected to Christ is communion. And, you know, I really try to, to clear my mind and, and, and open my heart before communion every time I take it. I don't want it to be a ritual. I don't want it to be let's go do this because it's an important thing for the church. I want it to be my communion with the Lord. And I feel like once you've opened your heart to that, you're only going to grow. There, there's, there's really nothing else that can happen but growth. So I, that would be my first, you know. And, and for some people, if they've not, grow, you know, not even been involved in church, that might be a little bit strong for them to begin with. But I really believe it. Because that's where you—that's where that love and that your heart just opens up to it. Yeah. So, so, so what would you say? How would you how would you invite someone? So you you invite on a Sunday we're coming communion. Invite, yes. Make sure I just, that that was the day. I would just say I I would have to ask them. You know, have you truly ever thought about communion with the Lord? And if they ask me, I would just explain. You know that that's what keeps us one with Him. That's what that's what puts us together. That's that's our future, that's our now, that's our everything. So that's, to me, what communion is. And if you, if you go into it with that in your heart, you're going to grow. I don't, it's not something, you know, I don't even think you have a choice in it. it you're going to grow. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to grow if you truly open up your heart to it. Yeah. So that's, I'm, I'm a very strong believer in that. Yeah. So. You're certainly uh, in line with uh, John Wesley, the founder of Methodism. He, he encouraged folks to take communion as often as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and and really believed as well that that in that act of receiving communion, people could come to faith mm-hmm. in in that. Um, so that's a uh, that's that's really cool to yeah, hear. That's just really that's that's all I can say is it's the the one thing that has made me a stronger Christian and closer to the Lord is that yeah is that and that's why He gave it to us. I really believe that. So cool, cool. So, uh, yeah, so thanks for sharing. I, those are some parts, of your, mm-hmm. some parts of your story I've heard before, but some that I hadn't heard before. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and now I want to try to uh, see if you can put those together. So those pieces together about um, coming, uh, coming to faith or, or knowing Jesus, um, connecting with the church, um, what that's meant, and then um, what it's like here. And then finally, um, if I was someone that uh, had never been to church before, um, how would you kind of tell your story and then invite me to to join you or to invite me to, to hear about this this good news? Um, I, I, I think that many times if a person doesn't have that in their life, they're searching. So if you're in tune to that person, you're going to realize they're searching for something. So there's your open door. So, so let's can we tri- can we role play that a little bit? Okay. So let's pretend that, that I'm that person. And I say, hey, but you know, 
I, I just uh, I just see how you uh, interact with people, and sometimes you've got this sense of peace about you. And I just I, I just I, I'm curious about that. What mm-hmm. can, can you tell me about that? Well, I haven't always had it, and I still tend to sometimes lose it. But I always have to come back to opening my heart to God. And the best way to do that is just through, you know, understanding who He is. And sometimes we need help with that. And for me, being with other Christians and just hearing their story and, and living their, through their faith helps me grow too. So, you know, I'm willing to be that person that will help you if you can come with me to church this week. When, where does it, where do you go? When does it start? Mm-hmm. I go to First United Methodist Church in El Dorado, and I usually go to our 9 o'clock service. Um, so, and if that doesn't work for you, I'll go to the 11 o'clock service. So we have two choices. Nice. <laughs> well, I'll see you on Sunday. Okay, sounds great. <laughs> nice. How was that? It's okay. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Have you had a conversation like that before? I have. Yeah? I have. Is it? How does it go for you usually? Well, um, I have a girl at the shop that I'm on all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not, I don't hound her, but I just said, you know, we're waiting for you whenever you're ready. So mm-hmm. please let me, please let me be involved in that with you. Yeah. So, um, oh, I probably have had others and just don't think as strongly about them, mm-hmm. but... And, you know, obviously that was extended to me hmm. when that person from Rosea seen how I was struggling, hmm. you know, and she offered her, you know, you need to come to church with me. And that's what started my new journey. <laughs> yeah. So I've kind of been, I've been in a lot of different spots in my life, you know, some good and some not. And But this is, there is a piece about, there is a piece about having that, that, you know, you don't explain that piece. <laughs> you just have to keep growing and get there. And so, and you know, I'm still growing. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I think we all are. That's, uh, yeah. I always say, that's if you think story. you're there, you better look at yourself right. <laughs> <laughs> a little harder. That's right. <laughs> so. That was the extended interview, and here is the edited version uh, for uh, Mission Moment Use During Worship. Take a listen. Why Jesus? You know... um... I just guess I've always known Jesus growing up in a family that went to church every Sunday. Didn't really realize until I accepted him as my savior what he did to my heart. I grew up Baptist, but you know, there was no way we would ever miss church. You know, I did grow up in the church and then when I married, I left the Baptist church and became Catholic. So when I was searching, because I divorced, I couldn't stay in the Catholic Church. And so a friend at Rosalia invited me to the First United Methodist Church mm-hmm. at Rosalia. So that's, that's kind of been my journey with churches. 
But we wanted to be sure that First United Methodist Church in Eldorado was where we needed to be. It was, you know, Dawn and I together. And there again, I had just left the Catholic Church not very long ago, and Dawn's Mennonite. So uh, we did feel like Methodist or Presbyterian might have been our best fit. But we visited several churches, and when we walked through the doors here, there just, there just was something in our heart. And it's, it, it, it is both. Just decided for us this was home. <laughs> and, it, and it has only grown. That, that feeling has only grown since we've been here. The strongest, the strongest feeling I usually truly feel connected to Christ is communion. And, you know, I really try to, to clear my mind and, and, and open my heart before communion every time I take it. I don't want it to be a ritual. I don't want it to be, let's go do this because it's an important thing for the church. I want it to be my communion with the Lord. And I feel like once you've opened your heart to that, you're only going to grow. There, there's, there's really nothing else that can happen but growth. Thank you to Ava Weedle for sharing her story today. And that does it for another edition of the Preacher Stories podcast. If you liked it, please tell your friends about it. If you haven't already, you can subscribe so that you won't miss an episode wherever you are listening to this right now. Just hit the subscribe button. Finally, I would love to invite you to take a moment to give us a quick rating and review Um, Again, wherever you're listening, uh, just uh, give us a rating, review. It helps other people discover the show. I'd love to hear your feedback about Preacher Stories. You can share ideas, uh, feedback, uh, thoughts, and responses. You can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Andrew Connard. That's A-N-D-R-E-W-C-O-N-A-R-D. Remember, listen to stories and share your own. I'm Andrew Connard. This is Preacher Stories. Thank you.